Welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about diving into the big dog of tabletop games, a game that's beloved by millions and featured on major publications, Sudoku. I'm Brandon. And I'm James, and today we'll be talking about my newest sideburner game, Minimum Viable Dungeon, a Sudoku-based tiny dungeon generator. Uh, where are we going to start this? Um, we didn't have an episode last, not week, but month. <laughs> last month? Last last cycle? Um, Fortnite? I was kind of not in the right headspace to record an episode, but I have not only really come back to the correct headspace, but I have maybe found a new side project that I can work on yes. to avoid finishing a space <laughs> between. Perfect. That's great, because I, I've also been thinking about a different side project. Yes. So as long as we're but both on the same page. Mine is horrible. <laughs> well, yours is also created specifically to be the opposite of mine. Is it? I don't think that it is. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I'm going to make a mega dungeon. Oh, like, I guess that's what true. What if we made a micro dungeon? Yes, micro. And that's I'm what we're going to be doing today. And I think someone someone on Twitter, I forget their username, uh, gave me a title too. Because the game is going to be called Minimum Viable Dungeon. <laughs> that is excellent. It's such a good name. Um, there, there is a one-page dungeon contest. Is there? I don't know that mine's yes. one page though. The game it's... is not minimum. You because know? <laughs> I actually think it needs like a whole bunch of tables to make it work. Okay, okay, yeah. I just wanted to to call out before we get uh we get people letting us know about it. Though the one-page dungeon contest is, I don't know if it's actually a contest or not, but I know that you can get all the dungeons. Oh, there, there are winning on uh, winning entries. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of dungeons. You can get a whole bunch of them, and they're on one piece of paper. It's pretty neat. Interesting. So, if you're into dungeons, okay. Let me talk you through this and ask you some questions. Okay. What What is what are the, what do you need for a minimum viable dungeon? You looking for some uh, traps? You're looking for some skulls. Do you need some traps? treasure? Uh, Is it a dungeon if it doesn't have traps? Uh, well, I, I think that maybe we should get to the next item on my list, which is a giant uh, frog king. I think it can definitely <laughs> be a dungeon, if, even if it doesn't have a giant frog king. I don't know that it can be a dungeon without a giant frog king. <laughs> so, I should have stuck to three, so you would have asked me after that one. I also don't need to know that it needs skulls either. James, you're going to make me very sad about your dungeon. So here, I'm going to make you so sad about this dungeon. (laughs) I'm also going to, I'm also at some point going to ask you to open this Google Doc and I'm going to show you some horrible things. Oh, God. Um, So I have been staring. Are any of them giant frogs? No, they're all Sudoku. Are they skulls? Um, So I do a lot of Sudoku. I don't know if if people know that about me, but I am a huge Sudoku nerd. I do a whole bunch of Sudoku. James actually is a uh, blue check mark on no. Sudoku Twitter, no. which is uh, I should though I should look into Sudoku his Twitter. other life. Um, but I have I have uh, translated rules from French to try strange uh, Sudokus. But anyway, I was I was thinking about minimum viable <laughs> because dungeon. if you get it here, it's it's prosecco, not champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were good. The week we missed was the week we were supposed to have champagne for five years. Is that That's right? That's true, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing this for five years. 
which is also a whole thing. Um, yeah, that's probably why we were tired. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, anyway, anyway, sorry, it took us way so off track. I, I, I was staring at Sudoku, thinking about. I was thinking about minimum viable dungeon and how to okay, generate. Wait, briefly, briefly, I'm just going to say this: a Sudoku is a game that you have to put numbers on a board, and like you got to make the. It follows certain rules. Yeah, and so like you're you're trying to get you're trying to fill the board with numbers as though it's a crossword. Yes. But there's like various different rules of like where you're allowed to put different it's, numbers. It's a, it's a nine by nine grid, which is broken up into f- a three by three chunk. Further, so yeah. there's three three by three square three by three squares of three by three cells, um, and you have numbers one to nine, and they can't repeat in any line, column, or square three by three square. Yes. Um, and that is only the beginning, because there are more rules than that. Um, and so I was thinking, I've been like again, I've just been staring at Sudoku all the time. Uh, and so I was like, "What you know? What this looks like? This looks like a, a nine-room dungeon." Yes. And so and so after Brandon said, uh, "It's all, every, not a nine-room dungeon." Oh wait, a nine inter. Okay, yeah, a nine-room dungeon. Okay. And so after Brandon said, We're, it's everything's all about macro dungeons now, I was like, hmm, but what if micro dungeons? I like the rewriting of history that, <laughs> that I specifically was like, dungeons are passe. Yeah. Forget the narrative scenes. Brandon, macro dungeons are the only thing that exists Brandon's now. really big on TikTok now, and so he's setting <laughs> the, the D&D agenda, and we're, we're all about macro dungeons. Yeah, So exactly. I'm rebelling. Yeah, TikTok isn't me just fighting random people just like Twitter is. Um so so yeah, I actually I started with what about a 9 by 9 dungeon. Okay. And I have come back from that because I think that it doesn't work quite as well as what I would like. Okay. Um because I like the, so so this is like a complicated thing. Like I live in a world of crazy additional constricted like uh restrictions for sudoku that are things above and beyond the additional rules but most people don't know what those rules are and probably don't know where to go find them and so i (laughs) wanted to make sure that like i want my game if i'm making basically my idea is a game where you look at a sudoku puzzle unsolved and it gives you a dungeon a minimum okay. viable Oh, unsolved. Oh, yeah, you don't have to solve. I'm now it. starting to see where this. Okay, I'm starting yeah. to see where this is going because initially I was like, "This is a dungeon room that is no, going no, no. To be full." No, 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 no. It's literally just how can I look at a Sudoku puzzle and translate that into a dungeon? Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. and it's unsolved, and that's I think that's important okay. because you don't want it filled. Um, yes. And so. Like you can go to the New York Times website and get a get three Sudoku puzzles every day, and so yeah. that's three dungeons. That's the kind of stuff that I wanted to make sure it would work for that first of all, and then cool. and that's okay. kind of where I am now. So, um, do you want to open up this outline yeah, for today's episode? Because I have put in some Sudoku puzzles, so we can use so at least you and I can be on the same page as I talk about this, and I will tweet these all these puzzles tomorrow. Um. For people to list to look at while they are listening. So I am now looking at 
the episode outline that I was supposed to have open <laughs> before we started recording. Yeah. So at the very top of this, under the words minimum viable dungeon, there is a Sudoku puzzle. Yes. Uh, uh, it's got some numbers filled in. Uh, this looks like a relatively easy one. It's actually a hard there's one. A decent, there's a hard one? Yeah, okay. that's actually the Sudoku. Well, that's, the, that's the New York Times hard puzzle. Well, I'm sorry that the people that work the New York Times are such babies. <laughs> this looks extremely easy. So here's my idea. What if okay. you created a list of things one to nine? So okay. because we know every Sudoku puzzle has digits one to nine in it. One to nine. And every Sudoku puzzle have some number of given digits. Yes. It's not entirely true, but some of them are totally empty. But for the most part, the ones you're gonna run into in the wild have stuff in them. <laughs> <laughs> um and so what if you went through and said one to, like even without looking at a sudoku puzzle just like yeah one to nine list things that i want to show up in my in my dungeon okay. and so like i actually went through and i did this experiment i'm going to drop in another little picture here so i went through and i said like okay a dungeon should have a kobold uh a small table with a bowl of soup on it a talking skull I actually asked a talking people on twitter skull. um a fake, a skull, a fake like floor I said. spike trap, a rusty armor stand, a, trap, like I said. a water a water hazard of some sort, <laughs> a cat, a baby dragon, and a half dragon, like Dracronian uh, uh, warrior. Yeah. And so then what I did was I just assigned those to random numbers, one to nine. And then I mm-hmm. went through and, and for this Sudoku puzzle, I just substituted in those things. Okay. So now I have, I have nine rooms full of okay. some subset of things. And so I think that the way, and because again, I was thinking about, at this point, I think I was still thinking, is that, is it going to make more sense to have nine, nine by nine rooms? Right. Use each of these cells as their own room. But I want like to give you multiple things to put in a room to describe what's there. And I don't want those things to be like, I don't, yeah. And so I think the idea also, I think the constraint of making it nine rooms is it's a smaller number of rooms. Like nine by nine doesn't seem like the minimum viable dungeon. This nine rooms seems like the minimum viable dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first rule. You go through one to nine before you've even looked at the puzzle and you select Sign nine. And, you, and that that way you could theme your dungeon. Like you could put yeah. in all monsters. You could put in all hazards. You could put in traps, whatever you want. Um. So then the next rule that I came up with was I said, okay, I need to have doors that go between these rooms. Okay. So what if I say I so this is this is a little bit more there's more design here that it's more um uh GM discretion. You can place a door between any of these rooms anywhere where there isn't a given digit. Okay. So if there is a given digit up against the wall, like if you scroll down to the actual or the, the the first puzzle we were looking at, um in in the square, the second square where there's like a six, a six and a seven, you couldn't put a square between the first circle or between the first. Uh, you couldn't put a door between the first room and the second room because of that six and seven. You'd have to put it in that top row. Okay. Yes. Yes. And so then, and then, so that became a game of like, okay, well, where do I want to put these doors, and how do I want to make, and and there's so and in the puzzle that I did the example of, there were actually more spaces for doors in the in the one in the the sudoku the new york times sudoku for today there's actually it's a little bit more restrictive um in terms of but where it looks like it is possible you could connect everything yeah you can connect them all 
and there's usually a couple different ways. I've done this a couple times. Yeah. And there's usually a couple different ways. I haven't found a puzzle yet that is like, it would be pretty weird to find a puzzle that was totally blocked, that had, that had a square that was totally blocked off. Okay. So now you have, now you have a, a doors and you have a path through. And so that's a dungeon. <laughs> that's like, yeah. I think that if you, if I did nothing else, rules that just walk you through how to put stuff in the rooms and how to how to put doors there and then the only other thing would be uh i said i said as, as i was just throwing ideas out my my final rule was the door into the dungeon to begin with is in whichever square has the fewest given digits and okay. so in the one i was doing there was one that only had one in the example i pulled up there are two well okay so there's one that has one given digit but it's the center square so we uh, so we couldn't use that so you'd have to use one of the two two given digit squares which are on the outside exterior and then you pick one okay kind of again gm discretion so there's a little bit of wait so the final room would have less stuff in it no well no because you don't i don't know which is the final room oh i'm sorry you're saying the first room is the one that has the least. Oh, right. Yeah. So there, sorry. I just want to make sure I'm, I heard I'm, you I'm making, right. I'm, I'm confusing myself because I'm forgetting about that top room. I was looking at, there's there's a middle room in this Sudoku puzzle that only has a two in it. That couldn't be the door to the outside. Right. Because but there's... The room with the nine is also a room with one given digit. And so okay. that would be the room to the outside. Somewhere, so one of those exterior coming, walls. You're coming into... So you're, you're walking into the dungeon. Yes. You're not placed in the dungeon. No, no. The, Okay. Yeah. So you're entering through because because basically, I mean, you're you're starting in one of these rooms, but like, I want to know which room you're starting in. Fair. But, and I think also I do want there to be an external door because I want this to be something that you could grab a puzzle, generate a dungeon, and slap it into whatever ongoing game you're in already. Yeah. This seems like a, a nice like easy prep game for like we're gonna suddenly do a dungeon crawl. Yeah. And I think that it doesn't need to be like. Um, literally like a nine by nine room, <laughs> like a, a house, like building. <laughs> like I think that the 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 that's what like the connections between the different rooms makes the most sense. Like, but if you need a tower, maybe you can figure out how these rooms are connected in a way that is more vertical. Like, but but James, yeah. What if it was okay? I mean, I'm fine with that what too. If, what if you theme this as like? You, you know, I'm always in, in my rad crawl mood. What if this is like a mystery spot style, like roadside attraction dungeon oh. that's like run by like like a wizard or like someone who like captures monsters or something like that. And you show up and they're like, hey, are you ready to face your death and get great <laughs> prizes? Um, You could theme this. This could be a this is a. <laughs> this is a little mini one well, day module, and so the, so I think the one thing that I like that 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 appeals to me about this this format too is that I can give you like functionally a dungeon then becomes a list of nine things in a Sudoku puzzle. Yeah, and so I could give you a list of nine things. I could make a whole bunch of themed list of nine things. Yeah, that's pretty easy definitely. to crank out. But also, I can say oh. here are the rules. Go. <laughs> Does it, yeah, um, and you could you could make. You could theoretically make like a list of nine tables. Yeah. And so like you w- if one is small threat then 
you roll on your small t- threat table. Yeah, I can nest some of these tables. And either that is one for your entire dungeon, if you want to keep things thematic, or you roll on it yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is, even if even if you're like, even if you're, if say you're playing a game where you want to have your players go into a bunch of different dungeons, if, if you make mm-hmm. a list of one to nine things, that could be the theme for the area. If you grab different Sudoku yeah. table puzzles, that's going to make a bunch of different dungeons every time. Yeah. Because they won't go back into, I mean, they won't be assembled in the same room the same way every time. And they'll be different, they'll have different layouts. Yeah, yeah. So then, that that's basically this is cooler than I thought it was. Yeah, and and there's a that's, nu- that sound that sounded really no, 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 like no, I think it's, I think dunk totally it on fair. you, but but I I thought that this was a silly gimmick, and I think this is actually a fun yeah. thing. And this is a, and this is a way that it's because what I want is a set of rules where you can then quickly go grab something off the internet, a Sudoku puzzle, or yeah. buy a Sudoku puzzle book and tear out a page, and then boom, you've got a map. Yeah, um, and then the, and. Oh, and if you've got like a page, if you printed it, you can literally just stick minis yeah. in the right location. Yeah. And it's done. They might they might be too small. <laughs> um Right, you'd have to print it at like a larger yeah. size, you know. But it'd be pretty easy to translate to a large size. Yeah. Um and so I think that I need to like do some more testing of like and maybe give some guidance on what kinds of things to put in those nine. Because like Yeah. When I did, like, when I said cat, it's pretty weird that, like, a cat just shows up in, like, nine room in in a couple of the nine rooms. But, yeah. like, the pit trap makes more sense. The table makes more sense. Like, there's, there's a, there's, it gives it a, a consistent dressing to the whole dungeon, too. Like, mixing yeah. in monsters and set dressing, I think, makes the most sense. Agreed. Um, and I think you could also have some fun with, like... You could use the Sudoku-y nature of it mm-hmm. to have, like, a rolling trap, like a ball that rolls in the direction of the next highest number. Yeah. Or, like, rolls towards the door, or, uh, like, a spike trap that, like, shoots across in the direction of the lower number, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other... Because, there's, because it's number-based, there's gonna be... Yeah some things and like i'm, I'm solving this sudoku puzzles i'm staring at it um, why i should stop doing that so okay <laughs> let me tell you about some other things because there there are some additional rules <laughs> to add additional things to the dungeon that i haven't figured out yet um and i would like your input for how to as someone who doesn't know anything about the sudoku parts of them uh yeah. how to turn them into rules so okay there are two uh very popular additional rule sets to sudoku one of them is thermo Sudoku, like thermometer Sudoku, and one is called okay. Killer Cage, which is too good to not put in a D and D game or in a fantasy <laughs> yeah, game. Absolutely, um, they are both nerdier and less cool than they sound. Um, but if oh. you scroll down to because the- thermo sounds very cyber, it looks also very cyberpunk. Yeah, so if you scroll down to the third page here, I have I've given you an example of a therm a thermometer Sudoku and a Killer Cage. Sudoku. Oh, okay. Um, so a thermometer Sudoku just means that there is a there are is one or more thermometers drawn onto the onto the Sudoku um, grid, and yeah. what it work with the way that it works is one of the there's a bulb end and the bulb which is the lowest which is the lowest number, and then pr- when you're solving the Sudoku, it tells you that the numbers along the thermometer have to progress. Okay, but something that I'm sure you will notice. <laughs> 
if you look at the thermometer Sudoku is, those look like tunnels. They, <laughs> they do. They do. Those um, are secret secret tunnels right there. Yeah. Or doors. Yeah. So I I want them to be something. Now the problem is it is pretty common for there to be like thermometers that are within a square, a circle square. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at one of circle uh, squares. I'm looking at one room that has three thermometers in it. Yeah. And so what, where there are longer thermometers that move between rooms, those definitely work as cool secret, secret tunnels or secret doors. Yeah. But how do I solve... What is, a, what is a thermometer that is like only three long and inside one of the, the grid squares? Like what can a hazard? That, maybe I think the killer cage ones need to be hazards, though. I still think that the 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 thermometer Sudoku's the thermometers make more sense as a secret. My thought is maybe that there's that on the bulb is an entrance to a secret tunnel or door okay. or secret secret something, um, and then basically like leave it up to kind of the discretion of the the GM to put something at the end, like maybe if it makes sense, make it a doorway into another room or maybe put more treasure down there. Or I, I've been toying with the idea that maybe how long it is determines what's at the end of it. Yeah, I could see that. The problem is there's um, a lot of variability. There's an enormous amount of variability. Like even just looking at this one example. Yeah. Um, Cause I could see, I could see something where, where like a hazard extends a certain distance, you know, like this is, these two are both rivery. Yeah. Uh, or I could see a thing where like you can slide along it. Mm, like yeah. almost like ladder. sorry. Yeah. Like, like sorry or shoots and ladders. Um, and that does also ask the question of how are you moving around? Yeah. Um, and like if this is a three by three, if the rooms are actually a three by three grid, then clearly this is not D and D rules, right? Yeah. And also <laughs> like, if we're talking feet. about, if we're talking about a, a three by three grid of, of rooms, then like a secret tunnel that leads from one room to the next room next to it, that probably has a door anyway, is like not that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now if these are, if each square is like five by five, yeah. So each room is like but that's the problem is you don't find those kinds of I guess fifteen yeah. by fifteen. So I, oh yeah, I mean like, but like, if you're sticking like you know if if you've got cobalt, yeah, then you're sticking a cobalt on one of those squares that represents oh, a five okay. by five grid. Well, you know, like if each square yeah. is a five by five grid. So the only yeah 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 that sounds interesting. You wouldn't ever get a given. You usually I guess wouldn't get a given digit in a thermometer though. Um, because otherwise that could be like a path that they're walking. Yeah. Um. Oh, I see. The given digits don't end up in thermometers. No, not usually. Which, I mean, that could be okay. Because then, if that is like, <laughs> they're minecarts. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that it's, like I, I just haven't quite cracked what it. Uh, it should tell me something about what is going on in that room. Maybe, maybe it is. I was half I was joking around with minecarts, but maybe it is like features that you can use to fast travel across that room. Mm. Like like a like a chandelier, like a hanging rope, you know? <laughs> okay. That, like if you're in that position, you can jump up and grab onto oh, something and swing across. Yeah. Uh because if we're assuming you might take more than one turn 
to like move a space. Yeah. Or like you might take a a turn to move. <laughs> One of the things that I do kind of love about this is like say you were going to bring like a standard adventuring party of like five people into this dungeon. Yeah. It would be pretty hard to fit all five people into one room. And like, I really am imagining this as like each of those is a, is a, is a six by six, whatever, six foot by six foot square. (laughs) So it's like, you can fit nine people maximum in the room. And so that makes it very, very, very bad. Yeah. (laughs) But I love the idea of again. I love the idea of tiny dungeon. Someone described it as are we doing tiny houses but dungeons now? And I was like, yes, yes, I want okay. that. So I was gonna say that that really throws into problems like movement speed. Because mm-hmm. if you can move thirty spaces, I mean, if you can move six spaces, yeah, then like you can get to anywhere. But actually, you'd have to be shifting one space anyway. Yeah. Or else you'd be taking an opportunity attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly multiple opportunity attacks. Yeah. So maybe, so maybe thermo- the thermometers are ways to move around, and if they're just within the same room, they're they're a free movement. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta figure. Th- I gotta crunch on that a little bit more. I think the killer cages make the mo- more sense. So if you look down at the next I, one, I think for the thermos Sudoku. Yeah. If you aren't, if it isn't literally. 15 feet by 15 feet it is a room you know like three by three then those could be some kind of trans like movement thing yeah but if if we are really saying i think this I'm is really a three saying, square by three square room yeah that gets harder to use in that way yeah i guess it could be <laughs> hmm yeah i i i think that i think that what i what i'll ultimately need is I'll need a list of things that each of them could be, depending on their length and depending on if they cross between rooms. And then you'll basically interpret them. You know, I think I think it's minecarts. Yeah. That you you each one can be used once. You if you land on the if you get onto the big square circle, you ride it to the end. Yeah. And then it shatters and explodes at the end, crushing anything on its path. Okay. Yeah. I can you know, see that. like, because that would, and like that might and, take you into a different room. And also, this is, and then your party's pretty, like, wait, where the hell are this you? This is a Which pretty is intense better. example. Like most, mo- even most thermometer Sudoku puzzles don't have this many thermometers. This is a pretty like aggressive one. Actually, but actually, you know what? That. That makes it actually phenomenal. Let me just say actually a couple more times. Mm -hmm. That makes for some really phenomenal play. If you are hopping into one that goes to a different room and people can't necessarily follow you. Like it is taking a risk (laughs) that you won't get stuck on your own. Maybe this is not a fully team based pursuit. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you're trying to get to the end first or something. So, like, let me show you this. Here's another thermometer Sudoku. I'm just going to drop it underneath it. Um, so it's like a, that. I, this one feels a little bit more standard, where there are a bunch okay. of a, a bunch of, of of thermometers that move between rooms, but then a couple little like hooks. Yeah, I feel like I feel it's like gotta something that's got to be some kind of. Maybe it's not always minecart themed, but it's definitely yeah. some kind of movement. Minecarts are great, though. Just make your entire <laughs> game kind of Donkey Kong Country-ish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
And I do yeah. like the ones that like even if like in this one where it's like there's like a one, two, three, four. So it's like a four length thermometer, and you end up in the square next to where you were, basically. But you crushed but everybody you, but around. You've moved you. along the way, and so maybe you get to make attacks along the way or something like that. Yeah. Like I'll have to figure out a rule for that. Any square you go into, you're hurting them, right? Like anything you're fully going into, it's like, yes, that did D six D that did D six damage. And anyone that you're partially going into it's like yeah that did d4 damage you clipped them (laughs) (laughs) yeah that might be too much it might be just one damage for clipping somebody um because you're gonna clip everybody (laughs) (laughs) so if you go down to the next one the killer cage sudoku killer cage is uh some subset of cells have dotted lines drawn around them um and they have a number in the top right corner um so the way that this works in Sudoku is the numbers. This is not a. What is this? This is not a viable killer cage Sudoku puzzle. I'm realizing. Um, but so the number in the top right corner is the number that all of the numbers in that cage sum to. So the one that has four things and says two. Yeah, that's the one I was definitely looking at. Not. definitely can't. So this is not right. But if it's okay. like, um. And, and so, so, but, but presuming, let's assume for a second that I have grabbed a, an example that was more functional. Um, yes. So I think that the way this works is, I think those, I think that I want those to be some kind of a, a hazard. And okay. that's another one where you can make a list. Uh, and actually, because Killer Cage Sudoku, Killer Cages can have large numbers in them. Like if you go to actually, uh, the next one doesn't, isn't a great example. But if you go down to the next one, there's a couple that are like 17. Um, and okay. there's there's and I know that they like they go up as high as like 45 at least. You're probably talking about putting like a hundred. There's probably some maximum that they could be. But you if you made a table of like about 50 things, you're covering most killer cage Sudokus. Um, and then if you say that like everything that's in this that's in this like this section triggers a trap or triggers a spell or it's a I, I like the idea that killer cage sudokus are traps because of because of course they are called killer cages, of course, killer cages. um and so like then you can do cool things where like maybe it it flips you into the other room maybe it shoots you maybe it it uh, drowns yeah. you like i like the idea that you make up this big list of 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 possible threats and then if anyone stand steps inside of that that killer cage then it triggers the threat and like yeah there's a huge variety in terms of of puzzles because if you just google like killer cage sudoku there are killer ca- there there are puzzles where every single cell is in a cage and so that's just like an incredible dungeon full of traps yeah but then if you start looking and at there's, like there's some that that there's one cage around everything yeah and it just says 405 <laughs> and it just means do the yeah, sudoku, do the sudoku. Um, so I had to, I had to Google the sum of a Sudoku to make that, (laughs) that bit. Um, and then there are like, definitely there are, and like the nice thing about this is there are puzzles that mix thermometer Sudoku and killer cage Sudoku. And so then there's like, now you've got puzzles that have both mine carts and traps and then also given digits. Now, when you start looking at that many restrictions, you tend to find puzzles that have fewer given digits. And so so you might only have. This, this one, only this has, one like, that I'm looking at right four. now has four monsters. Yeah. Tops. And so you'd probably want to, like, 
start solving it. Well, you, yeah, you could either start solving it or you'd want to say that these are monsters. Like you'd like you wouldn't want to make this a dungeon yeah. that had with where these four given digits were all a table with soup. Yeah. Um there are a whole bunch of really weird ones too. Like I don't know if we want to get into This next one just looks like Pick Cross. It might be. But, uh, I I don't know that I can actually describe skyscraper Sudoku. The number on the outside describes <laughs> It's probably not worth it. It's probably not <laughs> worth it. The number on the outside of the grid describes the the first or describes the tallest If you imagine each number as the number of stories that the building in that cell is, then okay. the number on the outside describes the tallest building that it can see. Which is, again, I, I'm, I'm probably not describing that well. The five sees a six. Well, I don't understand. So it means there's something there to block it. I hate skyscraper. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Um, so like, okay, so if you're looking at skyscraper Sudoku, like, let me show you this guy, because this is a, this is a freaking dungeon. <laughs> James, who hurt you? <laughs> Why are you like this? But you- I see the number 578. Yes. I see the number 987. Yes. We have just established that the that the max is 405. Yes. So so there are so this is a this is a, a puzzle that is incredibly difficult because one of the amongst all of the other constraints one of the rules is that all of the the constraints are lies. So to solve this All right, I'm pu- going to go ahead and I'm just going to end the call. <laughs> so <laughs> you have you have fun with your sudoku um but so like this is where like you can get into these really complicated puzzles that have all of these different constraints so like this one has a really long thermometer has a couple small thermometers has a whole bunch of killer cages it has some numbers on the outside which i don't know x's what to do with yet these. the x's means that they are like random circles yeah the, the, there's circles that mean that like the the digits next to each other are consecutive or they are doubled of uh double each other um there's a couple like just gray squares that mean that that square is odd um usually a i don't see any solo circles solo circles usually mean that it's an even number um so it's like there's like a ton of these additional sudoku constraints that i could go through and write up rules for like what do they mean what do they imply they probably start telling you more about what's happening in the room movement wise than actually placing things. Yeah, because this also has zero numbers. Yeah, which is which is placed. the problem that I run into. Because this is where I started. Because I looked at this puzzle and I and said, you were like, this and looks I was like, like this a is a dungeon. There's a dungeon here, <laughs> but like there aren't that many of these puzzles, and really most people don't know how to go to like Logic Masters Germany and find this puzzle. Uh, and so, but you, but you, of course, but yeah, I'm as a verified logic, logic masters Germany. Um, <laughs> but most people can go to the the New York Times Sudoku website and pull that. So I think that's where the that's where like the thrust of my my efforts needs to be to make sure okay. that that the, that original core rule set that we talked about a half an hour ago of like <clears throat> nine digits. What are those things? And then. That's the dungeon. Let's place some doors. Because that's the, that's the minimum viable yeah, dungeon. That's like, you have nine rooms. 
which probably all connect to each other, you can mm-hmm. kind of choose, and there are some things in those dungeons. That sounds that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. What we need to start doing from here is figuring out kind of a blueprint for what you'd want to have in a dungeon. Yeah. And then see if it works. Yeah. So one of the things right? that I was that I was thinking about doing would be if I were going to provide you with a list of like if I was going to provide you with a Sudoku puzzle and yeah. and then next to that give out like I have in this one example that I did for myself list out 1 to 9 what I would probably want to do is say give you a count of the times that thing appears in the puzzle okay either a number of times or percentage of rooms so you'd be able to say okay this number 9 appears in 20% of the rooms or it, it appears in one of the rooms or it appears okay. in all of the rooms so that you could go okay well I probably want the cobalt to be the thi- the number that appears in all of the rooms not the cat because <laughs> otherwise there's just going to be a weird or like not the bowl of soup right like I- I'm looking right now at a Sudoku that you sent me and I see that there are two is in four of the rooms yeah and so if you chose two for your uh, massive frog king, yeah, then you're going to have probably too many massive frog kings. Yeah, but there are only three nines. There's there's one three. There's only one three. So, so three would be a good final boss. This is more complicated than I realized. And I think one of the things that might make it work well is to abandon the idea of balance and safety for people. Yeah. That like that like these guys these these heroes are going in and they just might be slaughtered and we'll see what happens. Right? Yeah. Just because like getting it to balance nicely. Yeah, no, it's not going to work. It's going to be it's going to Well, be so rough. I think the way that like the way that it could ba- the balance could work is if again, if I was giving you a Sudoku puzzle and I could pre-do the math so that you would know, okay, right. let's take the three that only appears in one room and make that the big final boss. But the thing that appears in every room, I'm not going to make that the Lich King. Yeah. Or say, hey, before you even start, go calculate this yourself. Yeah. Which both of those are viable yeah. options. And I might include uh, those as like sub rules, but I really just like the idea of like list nine <laughs> things, go to the New York Times Agreed. Sudoku page, grab it, boom, there's a dungeon. Okay, what if... Okay. We love 4th edition here. In this house. Yes. Um, This audio house. What if this audio house... This audio house that 4th edition built... uh, What if... The car was stinky inside? Why can't I think of the next word in that sentence? What if... The numbers corresponded to... Types of threats... Okay. So, like, one is your fourth edition skirmisher, two is your fourth edition brute, three is your fourth edition assault. Is that the next one? I don't remember. Uh, but so you you get like a basic idea of what those things are. Okay. And then you theme your monstery things around that stuff. Okay. So, so if you're in like a kobold dungeon, then Maybe numbers one through five are kobolds, 
but one is like a sneaky one, two is a brawny one, three is a magic one. Or even like like in this one example that I ran through, I said six was water. And so then in each of the three rooms where water appeared, I said, okay, well, it appears as the only thing in the first room. So maybe that's some kind of a water fountain that's like yeah. to lure people in, make it feel like there isn't this isn't a dungeon full of weird cats and dragons and kobolds. <laughs> um, but then like maybe in one of them, it's a pot that the the kobolds are cooking in or yeah, one it's yeah. a it's a trap so maybe 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 the guidance should be make some of these things broader and then let you decide what it is once you know in context if one was like skirmish villain yeah two is brawny villain three is controller villain and four is uh like a range villain Mm-hmm. Then that leaves one uh, five options still. Let's go ahead and say that nines are treasure, because everyone likes to see that high number. Uh, eight is a like a single location trap, or like an like a yeah like a like an area trap, right? Okay. That like it's mostly that one space. Seven is a sliding trap that like it's affecting things either to the left and right or up Mm -hmm. and down. Uh, We still have five and six, but there's still two other spaces to do stuff. Uh, Maybe Uh, five is a, at least one of them should be decorative. Yeah. I was going to say maybe, maybe five is like um, an informative, like a piece of an informative piece of information of, of decoration. Like, like it's a, um, mm. a banner like that, that describes something. Yeah. Or like a, um, a book that is like, a, a, like a spell book open to a specific page or, um, I, I, I think more, I was thinking more like, um, a banner that tells you what kind of an army this is or, uh, an altar to a specific God, that kind of thing. Okay. So like themed decoration, and then maybe six is, is like rough terrain. Okay. Or like hazard. Yeah, yeah. Something broken inside the the dungeon. Now you've got one through nine, and you know exactly what you need to build what you need to slot in for each of those things. Yeah. And like you might have uh like I'm looking at just the thing you've got right the little Sudoku right next to me. Uh, in room one, you've got a treasure. In room two, you've got rough terrain, a ranged villain, and a sliding trap. That's that's exciting. Yeah. Well, and so room the nice thing three, you've got an area trap and a decoration. One of the th- exciting yeah. Enough. One of the things that I then did, like I found, was like, okay, once I got to this stage where I have a list of things that I know are going in the puzzle, and I've started to look look at those rooms and go, okay, what is going on in this room? If that's what's yeah. in there. Then it becomes the game of like, and this is why I liked putting in, leaving the rule of where do the doors go up to the player? Because I thought about like, could I make a rule that said, here's how you place the doors like programmatically? Yeah. But I really like the idea of you place them yourself because it means that you can kind of look at the rooms and go, where is the story here? Like yeah, where where is the beginning and the end of this dungeon? What are the the what are the dead end rooms? Where should I what what can I imagine the flow of play through this dun this like little three by three room dungeon? And like I think it's really interesting that in this one 
I would not have had you enter into a room full of treasure, but like that kind of like is cool because it makes it means that like it lures you in and like ah this is a cool like big empty dungeon full of treasure let's just go grab all this the loot and get out and then boom yeah. room two is full of like uh, a brawler and a <laughs> terrible and a skirmish villain and a decoration and a trap what if you also if if our, if the assumption is that this is a dungeon crawl of some kind yeah you could also do like uh that rooms that any room that doesn't have a monster in it you stick like a minion monster yeah or like even say like each room should have three monsters in it yeah just so that you get to dungeon crawl you know and you just fill in minions for like you know 4E style one hit minions up to three monsters i also just again i really love so if you were gonna say like this is a horrible visual for this audio podcast but if you were gonna say the players come into that top room with the nine they're like oh dope treasure and then we say okay well they're gonna we want to put a door between that room and the one underneath it well now it can only go in the one space and that means stand out right next to a brawny villain (laughs) and again yeah and if you're bringing in a a group of four people there's not a lot of room in that in that second room for four people to get in this is definitely a game for like one or two player characters no but i I love the idea of like wacky too small dungeon though that's true i think even i think even with uh with one or two PCs, it's still going to feel wacky and too small. That's fair. I, I think, like, um, I think, I, especially if you sent set like a minimum number of monsters per room. Yeah. So okay. So I think that the I think a good rule is that the 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 things that you're selecting, you're setting for one through nine, are categories of things, not things themselves. Yeah. So, in a book for this, what I could do is say one to nine. Um, there isn't a great way to roll <laughs> one to nine. Well, I guess you don't need what to. Do you mean? You're setting one to nine. Well, yeah. If I wanted to, well, okay. So I could, I could make. Oh, if you didn't want to use, if you didn't want to use Sudoku. Uh, well, I was thinking if you wanted to randomly select these things, but you wouldn't be rolling oh, one okay. to nine. I would be saying like maybe I come up with ten things or twenty things, and so for each yeah. of these, you each of these numbers, you roll a twenty sided die to select from a list of twenty side twenty categories. Yeah, and then place them in. To like randomly generate it, and then maybe for skirmisher villain, I have twenty more skirmisher Skirmish villains, villains that you can yeah. either say I'm going to roll once and place. Uh, it would be hilarious. Place in all of the ones. Yeah, you're gonna. What you're gonna do is you're gonna roll four d six and drop the one that you don't want to include. <laughs> so I'll have six <laughs> monsters. Perfect. Um. <laughs> Or twenty monsters. Um, uh, it'll be uh, eighteen monsters. 16, What's right? the maximum? Is it sixteen? Uh, maximum is eighteen. Yeah, and uh, minimum is three. Okay, so sixteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Right. Three. So fifteen things. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Brandon is counting. 
with his finger. 17? To do his math. That seems wrong. 16. It's got to, who knows? Who knows? Math. It's impossible it's, to it's, know. Yeah, no one could know. Um, it's, yeah. This is why I can't Some do things a killer are beyond cage comprehension. Because like, you, yeah. you've got to be able to look at a killer cage and go, oh, that, that adds up to, it's it's four squares that add to, to 13. There's only four, there's only two, there's only like whatever number of selections that do that. Uh, yeah, wh- why isn't there not a a, a a drop the drop the lowest cage? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I, I like this, so you, uh, <laughs> I, and then you can I, because again, once I have a rules, then you can either take my categories or you can make your own categories, and then I have a whole bunch of nested tables here. Totally, and you could also like throw in like demonstration, aquatic monster time. Yeah. Blip. Yeah, well, then there's themes. And so then you, like... Yeah. Because the other thing I wanted to do is make a game where other people could make a module for it pretty easily. And all mm-hmm. you have to do then is make 20 categories and then make 20 things for each of those 20 categories. And boom, you've, made, even. A, you've made a module. Yeah, if even. You've made a module yeah. for this game. Made them a viable dungeon. You, you, could make, you could make a module that is... A skirmish villain, a brawny villain, a control villain, a range, what your decoration theme is, and like maybe what your sliding trap and area trap are. Yeah. Treasure. Because I think I'm I'm imagining a module for this game is a one page thing that has a list of of nine categories and maybe an example Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah. And then you either use that. that one or you can go get your own Sudoku. Yeah. That checks out to me. Yeah. So this is this is my weird new Sudoku based uh, dungeon generator. Yeah. Um, Jenga tables are over. Or towers are over. <laughs> Jenga it's all about <laughs> Sudoku puzzles now. Yeah, that's you know what I've heard people saying that. Yeah, mostly and, me. And people that over like and over again. People that like really know what they're talking about. Like at least one of these people, uh, Epidia. Uh, <laughs> James, uh, Alex Roberts, at least one of those people has been saying that Jenga is over. Yeah, at least one. Yeah, at least one. I'm trying to think if there's a given digit in any of it, or if there's a, if there's a, there's a thing in Sudoku called a naked single, which sounds <laughs> way dirtier than it really is. Is it that nine? No. It's if there's no. a, if there's a, if there's a cell in this puzzle that can't, that can only be one number. Oh, okay. I'm not. This is actually a hard puzzle, so I'm not. It's not things jumping out at me, but actually, um, the in the bottom left, the top right cell, right under that nine, is a two. Yeah. Yes, it is. So. I don't know if there's something to that. Man, I cannot believe that I could tell that. <laughs> I don't. It has don't, been a while since I've done Sudoku. I don't know if there's a if there's a that that that's like the other thing that I want to kind of muse on a little bit of. Is there a I'm solving this Sudoku puzzle that I could you could add as like an optional rule, like to <laughs> tell you stuff about <laughs> the, pu- the 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 dungeon. That's how character creation works. For the PCs, oh. is is the the PC gets a certain amount of time to try to solve the puzzle. Yeah, 
it's and the a, numbers they fill in give them. It's a point by system. Generation. It's a point so by system, <laughs> and you can only get an uh, the your your total ability scores can only sum to the numbers you can find in a in a Sudoku puzzle. I, I was gonna say that like for every one you get a point of strength for every two. Then you're writing your whole own combat system. My yeah. assumption with this is that you're probably playing like, I don't know, an OSR game or a a D and D of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I kind of love the idea of going like, all right, <laughs> you have two minutes. Good luck. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the idea that like, um, it's the, terrible. The, the, that, that there should be some minimum viable dungeon. Character Com- like character ca- character creation that this to make this itself its own like self-contained game is definitely appealing i just don't know what that looks like i know exactly what it looks like uh yeah you the player and the gm it, you start out with the same level of of prompt right and you both have a certain amount of time to solve as much as you can <laughs> the gm only uses squares that they filled in so the stuff that's originally <laughs> there doesn't count. Okay. The player gets points in their various stats. They get their points in their various stats. They get HP. They get uh, armor. And uh, I, I don't know, like uh, <laughs> so, some money to spend on equipment. You, you do like... <laughs> You do like three minutes of frantically working on a Sudoku. I wonder if you could do... And then you go 1v1 player VP. I wonder if you could do like a... Okay, so what if we said um, now in addition to this 1 to 9, we're going to make another list of 1 to 9 that is puzzle, like like, um, treasure. And so then um, as you're moving through the, the, the dungeon, you... You uh, okay? So if say you're the player and you're moving through this dungeon, and you say I want to search for 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 treasure, like is there a treasure here? Then I say okay, what is the digit in the cell that your character is in? And if you can if you can figure that out, then you get the treasure <laughs> that's in that cell. That's the that's the skill DC. Oh, that- so if you can see that that's a two, then you get whatever the two treasure is. Okay, okay. But if you can't figure it out, then. <laughs> That's a way to make it so that you have to solve the Sudoku. Yeah, yeah. But the problem with that is, I think most people probably can't go and solve a, media, a hard Sudoku from the New York Times. I mean, you, you ideally don't want them solving an entire Sudoku, yeah. probably in any case. An easy one you could. A medium yeah. one is probably 50-50. Depends upon like the, how much time people have. Yeah, and how I don't, much they I don't think I really want, want to do solving this. a Sudoku puzzle. I just want yeah. like yeah i just want other stuff to feed into stuff that's going on in the in the dungeon you mean like the different other or just like what like are the other what are the other possible that... digits like if you yeah. were to start solving if you were to start solving the puzzle then you would get other inputs yeah into what's going on in the or if you were to take a solved version of this puzzle you would get other inputs yeah i don't know but then every room is the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to do the same nine yeah. things. As it is, it'll probably get a little samey. Eh, you're only doing it nine times. You know, that's the point. Yeah, that's what keeps it working. And that's where when I was like, okay, it's not. It's nine by nine rooms. Then you have like a lot of rooms that are all very that samey. Are, 
Yeah, or that are empty. Or that are empty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I looked at other things where it was like, what if this is just one big open space, but only like the, the rooms with the, with the the cells with the digits are walls? Mm-hmm. I thought about that for a while. Um, that actually does look a little bit like a... Because it is uh, a little bit mappy. Yeah. But then what do you put in those cells? Like what, what goes in? And then the yeah. space is very small um, yeah. and open. So I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, I think I think I, the I thing I've settled on with a ni- a three by three dungeon is the way to go. Is the way to go. Yeah, it's funny. It's like it's really freaking funny. Um, yeah, I think if I was running it, I would want to set a minimum monster number. Yeah, I think that's just fair. so that like you don't enter a room that has just a decoration. Yeah, I wonder you if know? you could you could pick like a um. Yeah, yeah, a minimum monster number or a minimum and like, thing. And I feel like the minimum monsters that you're filling in, you just make them super weak. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like your whatever your like tiny goblin, cobalt, cobalt, whatever equivalent, rat, yeah. rat warrior. Um, and then you just put like fill in extra spaces, or maybe you get nine of them to space out to keep the mm. the, the number sort of. Yeah, that's true. To the also to do the, that. the one to nine. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's interesting. I'm just gonna put all of them in the scariest room I can find. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think. Of cool. Yes, yeah, so this is. Are you are you trying to find the scariest room? It might. I mean, the scariest room might be the middle one because it's an empty room that only has a brawny villain in it. And so my <laughs> instinct would be to make that the last room you get to mm. and then put like a really big beefy boss. That 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 could work. Because you could make this you could make this three by three puzzle a spiral. I, I have to say, I think the, the room directly south is the scariest room with the skirmish going into the room, getting hit immediately by a, a villain who has like another villain right behind him. There's a sliding trap, I, a brawn villain. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know, just uh hack into our system and look at the Sudoku. Yeah. The Sudoku will probably post the one, at I'll, least one of these. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet again. I'll tweet a whole bunch of these pictures of Sudoku's. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that there's there is way more here than I thought there was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's this is again where I started. I was like, haha, haha, minimum like micro dungeons. That's funny, James. Uh, and I was like, ooh, what if I made them with Sudoku? And I was like, ha, that's also a funny bit. And then like after an <laughs> hour, I was like, haha, no, actually, there's there's a game here. <laughs> I might need to actually work on this. I have to, I have to say, I like it. Yeah. Um. I think especially if you include like a little mini adventure mm-hmm. that like gives it some context, you know, like I think that little weird little mystery. I I love Americana and like weird little mystery spots, but like something that gives like a reason that they're in these like ridiculously tight quarters yeah. that are like really specifically sized is kind of fun. <laughs> Why is it always a grid of three by three rooms? Yeah, and why are there so many monsters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why are these monsters all choosing to live in such close quarters? <laughs> why are we here? Why are they defending a large ball of yarn? Is this going to be a normal field trip? <laughs> Not with the frizz. 
I don't know. No way. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that might be all the time we so, have. So we we took this from a from a bit to a serious thing, uh, and, and a asked a lot of questions that there are no good answers for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into this though. Let's let's yeah, yeah. let's gonna, pursue I, this. I mean, hopefully, I'll, I'll I'll work on it, crunch on it a little bit more. Um, I think that because of what it is, that it won't take me that long to get. Yeah. Through to the end. I just got to make time yeah, to work through yeah. it. Time. Yeah. It's a funny The worst. Thing. Well. But at least it's easy. It's better. You need less time for this than you do for a mega dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Although yeah. you could take a bunch of Sudoku <laughs> and connect them all. Just slap them all together. Slap them all together. Yeah. Um. So that's that. Uh, if you like solving Sudoku puzzles or you want to do an experiment, if you want to like play test the game in the form of like just choose nine things and then find a Sudoku and then tweet it at me, you can do that uh, because I you can find us both at Stop Hack and Roll or individually I am at And the Meltdowns. And I'm at Bileo and Gambetta. I, I looked up Sudoku right now on Twitter hoping I'd be able to find a blue check Sudoku person that I could say was secretly you this whole time. Uh, it <laughs> appears that there are no verified Sudoku people on Twitter. What? That can't so, be possibly true. Uh, I look, I did. I spell Sudoku wrong. S U D O K U. Oh, I wow. It up the, and I'm, I'm cracking the cryptic through. guys are not verified. Huh? There's none. Nobody. Oh, wait. Uh, this, this is a, this is a person that is that is just into Sudoku. They are not like a Sudoku person. Yeah, there's one big uh, cracking the cryptic Sudoku channel that I've, like everyone got into over the pandemic, and and I did as well. <laughs> and okay, uh, but they are not verified. All right. Well, man, I was gonna. I kept on trying to pull like just ones that are just about Sudoku, but even they have like low cut. Co- follower accounts and it's not funny well this bit's ruined to delete the episode all right you can find all of our episodes in itunes spotify in your podcatcher of choice or at www.stophackandroll.com we make this podcast and all of our others with the support of our patreon backers people like anthony thibot riverhouse games penny von batavia justin hunter spencer austin daniel hyatt Ryan Asimer, Ali Jeffrey, The Flying Minotaur, and Nicholas Arudi. If you'd like to help support this show and all of our future shows, check us out at patreon.com slash stop, hack, and roll. Or at newyorktimes.com slash Sudoku. Uh, if you can't support us financially, support our community by being a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on at our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stophackandroll.com. So as you're 17 for... Across to three, five. Don't forget to stop, hack, and roll.
I don't fully understand a Sudoku works. There are all sorts of the thing that lured me into uh into Sudoku is that there are all these like crazy solving techniques called like X wings and so, uh, swordfish and um I I the thing that I tweet about constantly is the Fistimafell rule. Uh, okay. There's all sorts of just like goofy named things um, <laughs> that I don't understand. Sudoku is kind of complicated. It seems like it is complicated. Like one of the reasons why I have gotten into all of the like thermometer and other kinds of like constraint Sudoku is because yeah. they are actually easier than oh. just raw hard Sudoku. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> glad that phrase is not in the episode. Yeah. <laughs>